to the Better Me Podcast. I am your host, Jen, and just a friendly reminder, I'm merely a curious girl looking for a platform to chat, learn, and dish. I'm not a professional therapist or claim to be an expert. Also, in every episode, I can't assure you this is at all appropriate for children, so be aware of that when starting to listen. And with that, let's work on being a better me. Hi, and welcome to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen. Thank you so much for joining me today. On my episode today, we are going to be talking about fear and basically everything having to do with like dealing with fear, where your fears come from, um, whether they're rational or irrational. And you are going to be so happy because I am joined by John again today. He is making a return and I'm very excited about it. So um, thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for reading and reviewing. And I ask if you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast, if you would please do so, that would be super helpful. I love getting your reviews as well, so keep them coming. I also have been enjoying hearing from you guys on Instagram. Um, if you're not following me on Instagram yet, it's Better Me Podcast. And you can DM me on there if you have any questions or comments or anything of the sort. So thank you again, everyone, for joining. And I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I will be joined by John and we will talk about fear. Welcome back to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen and I am joined by your favorite and mine. I am joined by John. Yay, I'm fresh off hiatus. <laughs> Does this mean I'm officially off hiatus? I mean, you come in and out, so... I, I, why do I seem like I'm more in than out? No, that's not true. Well, that's because I was on hiatus. That's not true, though. I mean, during quarantine, you got to give me a little bit of a break on that one. I think if you count up all the episodes that you've done, I'm in more of them than I That's not true. It's not? Because you said that before, and I did count them. You did? And that is not a fact. So, because you were rarely on in the beginning. Well, you're not supposed to check up on this shit that comes out of my mouth. (laughs) I fact check. (laughs) You're supposed to just believe me. I fact check. Damn it. (laughs) So, um, we are going to be talking about fear today fear yes Mm. what makes you afraid where those fears come from and like how to deal with them maybe so this is gonna get this is gonna be a deep deep episode (laughs) well we'll see what happens i mean like i'm gonna have i'm gonna have to open up well i mean i i would like you to okay i'm always I always like it when you open up. I know. I don't want to feel vulnerable, though. Well, sometimes that's important. All right. All right. Well, now some of your listeners are going to know my kryptonite. <laughs> well, I'm sure they're not looking to, like, you know, cut you off at the knees or anything. All right. Well, you're pretty hot. If I, was, <laughs> if I wasn't here, someone could move in. Well, I wouldn't let them. All right. I'll I'm protect ready. you. I'm ready. <laughs> So let's start out just by 
finding out like what our fears are. Like what frightens you? Okay. Am I up? Well, I, I, I sure. All right, I'm well, asking. You, well, you know this about me. What do I? What do I not like? Snakes. Do not like fucking snakes. Yeah. At all. But I have a story behind that. And I think I've told you this story, but I'll re- refresh your memory. Yes. When I was a kid, I had no fear of snakes. In fact, grabbing snakes and chasing them down was a great pastime of mine as growing up because I was an only, you know, it was just me. Right. And me and the dog. And there was a lot of snakes around by the river where we lived. And it was funny. There was pine snakes, garter snakes, grass snakes. You know, but some of them, the pine snake can get real big, right? Okay. So chasing those damn things around and grabbing them. So this one day I had got, I had chased, got this great big pine snake. It was probably about, I don't know, maybe two and a half feet long. Wow. And I had them around my neck. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I was taking them home with the intent of scaring the shit out of my mom. Oh. Right? Okay. Okay. I had a white little t-shirt on. Mm-hmm. And I think my my T-shirt was either like tucked in or something, but it wasn't, I, there was no room. Anyway, for whatever reason, this snake crawled down my shirt. Mm-hmm. Thought nothing of it. <laughs> well, for whatever reason, this son of a bitch bit me right here in the chest. Right. right? And so what I saw was this, my T-shirt start getting red because it was bleeding. Right. Well, that freaked me out, obviously. Yeah. So I kind of panicked and I was like digging at it. And now the, so I'm panicking. The fucking snake is panicking. Right. Right. I can't get this thing out of my damn shirt. It just keeps biting me. So all these little blood pock marks are, are showing up all over my shirt where this thing keeps biting me and I couldn't get it out. That sounds horrific. It was horrific. And ever since that experience, I hate those fucking things. Yeah. Yep. And and when I see them, I kill them. (laughs) When I go out to South Dakota. Yes. I look for rattlesnakes to kill. Wow. Yeah. Do snakes have any purpose? Well, oh yeah. Some snakes. I mean, they're part of the food chain, of course. Well, no, rodent like control. Is. Oh. And some snakes kill poisonous snakes. Oh. I'm not saying it's right. I just hate those little fuckers I was just now. curious. I mean, I was yeah. trying to think of what their purpose is. Yeah, well, they're the devil. <laughs> well, literally. I know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So is that your only fear? And I mean, that seems pretty legit. Like you can trace back exactly where that fear yeah, came from. Yeah, I can. Uh, well, what's one of your fears? Um, well, you know that I am afraid of storms. <laughs> I just get really freaked out and I think... It, Unless? Well, if you're home, I'm not scared. I'm not as scared. I'm not as scared. Which is kind of baffling because there's not shit I can do to keep the storm away. Well, no, I know, but I feel like you would tell me what to do. Oh, run. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you'd be like, okay, now we're going to climb in the bath tower. Like, now we're going to go to the basement. Well, we have the perfect basement for a storm because our... We have activities. Not activities. (laughs) We have a reinforced concrete wall oh. that faces to the south and to the west, which tornadoes historically move to the north and to the east. Oh. So whenever you have a... See, that's why. Well, I never knew that. Yep, yep. They generally move in a northeasterly uh, 
path, so you should always get in the southwest corner of your basement. Oh, I that, did yep. not know that. That's what I do. Okay. Yep. Well, see, that's why I'm not as scared when you're here. Okay. But I don't know where it came from, and I think it it's I, probably a control issue. I think I know where it came from. <laughs> you're going to say my mom. Your fucking mother. <laughs> Your mother, because she used to play the, the, the house began to twitch. Well, and, she would sing that. Right. Which is scary enough. <laughs> and couple that with your mom looks eerily much like the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> in, in the best possible way. In the best possible way. Because <laughs> yeah. I love Jules. Yeah. But when she wants to put on her Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, she knows. She's got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But she did used to sing that song. But I mean, I was I was scared, and she would sing the song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not like that fear came from that song. Yeah, I don't know. I think it probably has a lot to do with control. You know, oh. most of the things that I have fear about is things that I can't control easily. Well, that would make sense. I think that would be true of anything. Well, I was doing some research, and um, they were saying that there's five fears that everyone shares. What? And that the these five main fears are, like, their subsections are everyone's fears. Like, I'm sure fear of death is one of them. So, extinction. Oh, extinction. Same extinction thing? would be ceasing to exist... So, dying, the world ending, the apocalypse, well, okay. you know, all those things. Yeah, it all, yeah, all means the same thing. Right. Right. So, um, so that was one of them. Another one was mutilation. Oh. So, losing yeah. a body part, losing the function of an organ. Losing, having your penis cut off. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of the night. Well, I mean that. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be afraid of that. Yeah, I, I, I want to add that to my list of fears now. It also says that animal fears stem from that one. So, like mutila- mutilation. That's a really hard word to say for me. Mutilation. Yeah. <laughs> mutilation. Because a dog can bite you, a snake can kill you. You know what I mean? Sure. So, it's yeah. like harm to your body. Yeah, mutilation would be something that would normally scare me, but now that I think about mutilation, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> it doesn't bother you at no. all? Okay. But I really like the fact that I can say a word that you can't, because usually <laughs> on here... It's me correcting you. What was... Falutant. I falutant. That word fucked me up. I must have tried three times on here, to the point where you said, why don't you just say high class people? I did. Till you, just, you gave up on me. You're like, he's fucking hopeless. Let me just change his vocabulary. Because <laughs> this is going nowhere. Because nobody out there speaks Chinese except me. I know, but some words really jack me up. I know this. I know this. All right. Mutilation's not one of them. Makes me want to tell everyone about when you were in your car accident and you asked me if I would bring you some Bianchi. And I I was like, what's wrong? Like, I I don't know what that means. You know, I think the drugs are taking over. Bianchi. And you kept saying it, and then I realized you were trying to say Banaka. You you know, it's kind of funny because to this day, (laughs) I still think it's called Bianchi. It's. 
called Banaka? Well, it should be. All right. <laughs> anyway. Okay. All right. Back to my list. Yep. So the third one was loss of autonomy. So being paralyzed, smothered, entrapped, enclosed, immobilized. Oh, like buried alive. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I think who wouldn't have that fear? That's a terrible fear. But also that would be drowning. That would be like um uh claustrophobia. Yeah. A lot of people are claustrophobic. Yeah. Okay. So makes sense. That was how many is that? Four? That was three. All right. Um the fourth one was separation. So abandonment, rejection, um, loss of connection or it also was talking a little bit about like the silent treatment, how most people in the world, like the way that they would respond to getting the silent treatment, you know, it, it's like a fear. Especially pursuers. Oh, for sure. Because <laughs> I don't think withdrawers care to mind too much about the silent treatment. Really? So like if you walked into a group of your friends uh-huh. and none of them talked to you, yeah, none of them responded. Yeah. What happened? They acted like you weren't even there. Uh, what happened? But I'm not saying that. Oh. I'm asking if it did happen, it would bother you, wouldn't it? I don't know. I mean, I, I can't even imagine it happening. Um, well. No, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back here. I'm just, <laughs> I don't know. I, I would make conversation. I wouldn't let that happen. No, I know, but they're purposely giving you the silent treatment. That would bother you, yes? I, I, maybe. Like, like, I'll say maybe. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it could. I don't know. It just, yeah. Okay. Um, the fifth one is ego death. Ego death. So humiliation, shame, unworthiness. Oh, yeah. Male, male egos are fragile. <laughs> so, yes. But that would be really hard for anybody. Like, the idea of, like, public humiliation yeah is you know i would think that that would be everyone's fear yeah i mean i'll, I'll do something like i'll walk and if i i'll trip in front of someone mm-hmm. and that's like oh fuck do i feel like a dumbass you know right yeah but well, i mean for sure but it's not even in the same league as some of those other ones no you know what i mean i mean that's just kind of a all right that's that's embarrassing but but basically, like, what that article was saying is that those five things are what all fears stem from. Oh. You know? Oh, I see. They're all a subtext of that particular thing. That makes like, sense. Like, mutilation. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that goes without saying. Did I ever tell you the story? I, I know I did, but I'll tell it to your listeners. Okay. So, I was flying back. On a twin turboprop Cessna, Marine Corps Cessna, back from Kansas City to Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. There was myself and the pilot, and I was in the co-pilot seat, so I had the headset on. So I could hear what was going on. Mm-hmm. And you know Chuck, right? Yes. He was the he was the commanding officer. He was sitting right behind me. Mm-hmm. And then there was two more, you know, Jake and, and, and Ryan mm-hmm. were in the back, okay? Okay. So we're flying back to Milwaukee, and the pilot, who was an F-18 pilot, but he's flying this plane, and which is nothing. I mean, he flies fighter jets, and this is just a twin turboprop, so this is nothing. I okay. mean, you can fly it to sleep. So anyway, we're flying back to Milwaukee, and he says, hey, and I'm on the headset now, so no one else could hear this conversation. He goes, do you think 
the CO, the commanding officer, would have a problem if we requested a tactical landing. And I said, well, what does a tactical landing include? He said, well, everyone on this plane, except with the exception of you and me, are going to think they're going to die. Right? <laughs> right. So to me, it sounded fun. Of course it did. And I said, absolutely, they'd be okay with it, right? <laughs> so at 30, he requests clearance from the tower for this tactical landing. And what a tactical landing is in, in a combat area, because you have to get out of anti-aircraft fire quick, is you basically drop the plane in a roll out of the sky and just drop to the ground as fast as possible. And then right at the bottom, it, it levels off and they land. So you're kind of like upside down? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So we get this, and he says, are you ready? And again, I I just, I don't really know what this is, but it sounds fun. So as he starts this drop, we roll over to the right. So now it's on my side. We're rolling, and the ground just starts coming. Well, then what I didn't know was going to happen is everything in the cockpit was going, bleep, 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 pull up, terrain, terrain, Pull up, pull up, and all this, all, all these alarms are going off. Oh my god! And here comes the ground, and I and I know what's going on. I was like, "Oh my god, we're not going to make it!" And I happen to look back, and I lock eyes with my commanding officer, <laughs> and I now know the face a human makes seconds before their impeding death. Oh my gosh, that is terrible. Yeah. Anyway, did they hate your guts? He was a little mad. <laughs> he was a little mad. Did he hate your guts? No, did he all didn't. of them hate your guts. Um, uh, no, because I only locked eyes. With, I didn't see what the other two looked like. Oh well, they were they, probably shitting. I know, themselves. but they played it off well. Oh, they did. Right, but this one couldn't because we locked eyes. Okay. So I knew that he knew that I knew. Oh my gosh! Right, but that is anyway, so frightening. Yeah. When was that? It's a hell of a face. Did I know you? Yeah, I was living in Kansas City. We had oh. to fly back up here. Oh. Because we had a commanding general visiting. We no, to... I've heard the story before, but I just couldn't remember if we yeah. were together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Crazy. Crazy. Well, you also had a situation, speaking of planes, where you got locked in a cargo mm. area. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there would be another thing that, like, some kind of fear would stem from that for me. You know, it's funny. It would. So, we were coming back on a private jet from San Diego. And part of my job was because educators workshop, so we had all these educators with us. Mm-hmm. So part of my job of flying back on this on this military aircraft, which is like a, 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 a not a C five, but like a, a, a C seven or something like that, mm-hmm. looks just like a commercial seven thirty seven. Anyway, is I had to load the luggage down there, right? And anyway, because the, the, the generator was going on the aircraft, and I was way in there moving the luggage, all of a sudden somebody shut the door. Oh my god! So now it's pitch dark, <laughs> right? And I think, okay, they don't know I'm in here. Right. If this thing takes off, I don't believe it's pressurized down here. Right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna survive. Yeah. Right. It wasn't long. It was maybe two minutes, but for two minutes, I'm thinking, how the hell do I? So I was. I was gonna start opening, but remember, it's pitch. It's pitch. It's pitch black. Right. So I was thinking, okay, maybe someone left a phone in there. It, you know, oh, but for two minutes, I was thinking, if this fucking plane starts moving, I'm fucked. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So even, I forgot about that one. Even if it's pressurized, do you still? Um, is there still oxygen though? Uh, yeah. If it, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, 
the, the, the big thing is the pressurization. Pressurization. Right. Right. Well, it probably wouldn't be heated though. No. So in winter you'd. No. Probably oh, there's yeah, that. yeah. It was it was probably not going to make it. So. Oh my god. But, yeah, I forgot. I, I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That's frightening. Okay. More of your fears. <laughs> what else am I afraid of? Um, I mean, you know me. I'm afraid that. Well, I was talking to Michaela about this on the last podcast. I'm afraid of any of something happening to our cat, to Stanley. Yes. And <laughs> almost to the point of ridicule. Well, I mean, I I love him like he's a person. I know that. And like the other day, you didn't see him for a couple hours, and I could already hear the panic I welling up inside of you. I was scared. Right. I know. But I don't know why. I mean, I get myself really worked up. About I know. It sometimes but he's a f- he's a fucking cat. I know. But and he's not just any cat. He's a warrior. Well, and he's got all his nails. I mean, he's getting <laughs> his nails, his claws. Right. 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 He's not a pussy. I maybe he is though. He's I don't been living inside pampered for. Well, his that's whole true. Life. That's true. That's true. He might be a pussy now, but at a the time there was okay. Yeah, I, I get that. I know that is a major fear of yours. Yeah. To the point where you told one guy that you would throw him in front of a fucking truck. <laughs> a friend of ours. Yeah. You would throw him in front of a semi-tractor trailer. Because he let him out, and I had told him. He didn't let him out. Several, well, okay, but. He was the foreman. Yeah. Right. We were having some work done in the house, and I told him. All I care about, I don't care what time you guys come, what time you leave, I don't care what you do, but you cannot let my cat outside. And dog. And dog at the time, yes. And I even put a sign on the garage door saying, do not let the cat outside. And what happened? They let him out. You came home. Came home from running errands, and I realized I hadn't seen either of the animals. And I went outside. The cat is under the bush, and the dog is walking down the driveway. And (laughs) I went down to yell at those guys. And then I just called the foreman, and I said, the one fucking thing I asked for, the one thing... And there they are outside, and I said, if Stanley would have gotten hit by a car, I would have thrown you in front of the next truck that went by the house. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that was an intense statement. <laughs> I know you were and emotional. I meant it. I, yeah, that's a scary thing. I meant I it. I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. But I think that, I mean, Stanley, you know that Michaela went to college, and I got Stanley just a few months And after. I was gone. And you were gone. It was you and Stanley. Yeah, I know. so we bonded. I know. And he, really, you have to admit, he's the coolest cat ever. He's, yeah, you're right. I I've mean, never people seen a cat say like he's like a dog. He is very much like a dog, yeah. So I mean, he acts like a dog. He comes like a dog. He, he, he does everything a dog does. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. He's irreplaceable. I get it. All right. So, there's a fear. There's a good fear. <laughs> Not really good. <laughs> it keeps me well, up. it's it's. I I like how that fear is above something happening to me. Well, no, it is not. But it's funny because that that fear hasn't come up yet, and I was just wondering how far <laughs> how far down the pecking fear list do I is that one get? Does that make? I'm getting to do, it. Do I crack the top ten? No, 
I'm getting to it oh. because it's going to be a little bit of a longer story than just something happening. To oh, oh, you got a whole so, chapter on this. I'm yes, I have a whole okay. chapter on it. I digress. I mean, of course, that's not that's not like a crazy fear to have, though. I would think everybody in the world has a fear of something happening to their loved ones. If they don't, they're just not psychopaths, right? Yeah, like Roland. Like Roland from Alone. Oh, <laughs> anyway, if anybody out there is not watching that show, it's on the History Channel. It's called Alone. Season what seven? Yeah, season seven. I mean, yeah. start from the beginning because the whole series series is amazing. is amazing. Yeah, but the guy who's in season seven is really scary. He eats like blood and brains he used brains on his face for moisturizer yeah this guy is if, if he doesn't win that means something probably took him out <laughs> yes. seriously he's gotta win he's gotta win okay but, yeah. anyway Hi. okay so there's off our topic TV, there's our tv recommendation yep alone today. so being alone in a room with roland would scare me yeah it would, it would, <laughs> sca- it would scare me too that's a fear when he was rubbing that brain on his face yeah omg okay roll sorry you brought it up. I know. You told me how to roll. But that's what I do. <laughs> so do you want to hear um, the ranked fears? Like one through ten? One through ten fears. Yeah. So okay. So ten most common fears. I'm on the edge of my seat. Um, fear of flying. Are you in order here? No, it's it's just the ten most common. Oh, I hate it when they do that. You know? I, I know. All right. Sorry. Fear of flying. Fear of flying. Got it. It's really uh, not, okay. Understood. Enclosed spaces, so okay. claustrophobia. Yep, makes sense. Insects. Incest. Insects. Oh, insects. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, that's a, that's, I'm afraid of incest too. <laughs> that's an odd one. <laughs> I can understand, but okay, insects. I'm afraid of sex with my brother. All for right. Sure. <laughs> Flag. <laughs> Snakes. Snakes. There you go. Dogs. Really? A dogs? Have, a lot of people have fear of dogs. Huh. A lot of people do. All right. Um, storms. Okay. Needles. Okay, yeah. I can see that. Social phobia. So oh, extreme self-consciousness. Like fear, fear of public judgment. speaking, that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Fear of open spaces. So people like that are afraid to leave their house. Oh, I've heard of those. Mm-hmm. I think it's called agoraphobia. Oh, they like are afraid to leave their house. Okay. Um, and heights. Makes sense. All of those make sense. Make sense. Except incest. Yeah. Well, <laughs> actually, the incest would make sense too. But... More so than insects. More than insects, right? Yeah. Insects not... Do not bother me. I, I think people are afraid of, you know, buzzy, weird bugs. Yeah, I know. I watched Michaela have a full. Stage seven panic attack when that dragonfly buzzer buzzed <laughs> yeah. the tower over her head at the pool the other day. Well, you've obviously never seen Miranda and a bee. Really? My friend Miranda, if a bee comes anywhere near her, she literally loses her shit. Is she allergic? No, she's just deathly afraid of being stung. Oh. And she screams at the top of her lungs. And it doesn't matter if we're in public okay. at, say, a coffee shop outside. Good to know. <laughs> just loses her shit. Good to know. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, that's a fly. <laughs> Relax. All right. Um, so do you want to hear the uncommon fears? Sure. Fear of falling asleep. 
What? Yes. The fear of falling asleep. Some people have the fear of falling asleep. Oh my God. I love falling asleep. Anyway. <laughs> Clowns. I don't think that that's super uncommon. I've heard of that. Yeah. They creep me out. Well, any picture of it. Yeah. Well, that's not just any clown. It's this real scary clown. Trees. Oh, come on. Some people are afraid of trees. No, they're not. Yeah. Trees. Yeah. 54 years old. Never met one person afraid of trees yet. Well, I mean, these are uncommon. How old are you? I'm 47. Okay. So that's like 110 (laughs) years combined. Neither one of us know anyone. No, I don't. That is uncommon. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Navel, like belly buttons. And and it said in the article that they will cover their navels with Band-Aids. And they won't go to like a public pool or anywhere that it's possible that they would see people's belly buttons. Wait a minute. They don't want people to see theirs or they don't want to see other people's? Both. Like, they're just afraid of them in general. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I wonder where that would stem from. Yeah. Well, it it is your your lifeline. It was your lifeline. Yeah. That if severed as a baby, you're it. It, That's it. You don't recover from that. Right. So, I don't know. Maybe it's something psychological from that. True. Huh. Okay. It also seems like it's, like, kind of thin in there. And it feels like it would be like so Like you could poke your fingers through it? Yeah. Yeah. That would be creepy. Mm, Guess so. (laughs) Never thought of it that way. Uh, Being without phone service. Okay. Millennials. I'm sure there's probably a lot of younger people who have that. I mean, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I get it. Even now, like, shit, I forgot my phone. But I don't feel... Like, I want to hyperventilate. If you were halfway to work and realized you forgot your phone, you'd probably, like... If I was halfway to work, my work? No. Would you go all the way to work without it, or would you come back? Well, yeah, because I got another... I got a work phone. Oh. So you wouldn't worry about not having your phone? Not not, not to the point where I'm going to turn all the way back from a 80-mile trip. Wow. Okay. Uh, Rain. No. Okay. Rain. Bathing. All right, I think I know a couple of those. <laughs> is it a fear or is it just like an all yeah. out just yeah. rebellion? In fact, sometimes, sometimes it's me. So it, ha- it was you for the, like about two days there. All right. Yep. You know, the water shortage. Just doing a part. Balloons. Okay, whatever. It's as crazy as the next one. Mirrors. Okay. And dining with others. All right. I mean, so many of those I've never even heard of, and they make no sense to me, but if you researched it... Then... I understood the dining with others um, because some people are afraid of, like, uh, the way they look when they're chewing, or they just have, like, issues with, like, their food choice, and, oh. like, and feel awkward talking and eating, and don't like the way... It, sounds when other people are eating i got you so that made sense to me i guess i mean i don't have a fear of it but i get it i don't love the way it sounds when people eat you know one of my greatest and that actually is a thing too like people have that phobia of what um uh, other people eating like the sound of other people eating well that irritates me i don't think it's a fear 
No, it's... The people it's, that, that chew loudly with their mouth open... Oh, gross. B- ...bothers me. So bad. But, you know, one of the fears that I do have that I just... And I th- that I think about is deer. Okay. Not just deer in their simple form. No, because they're lovely. Right. Beautiful. But on the motorcycle, yeah. it is my number one fear is deer. I fear the deer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am constantly. Well, it makes sense. Yeah, because you, so many bikers are wiped out from hitting deer. Yeah. You know, in a car, you just run into them and, you, you know, you get a new grill and bumper and hood but in a bike it takes you out for sure so i don't know um and stupid people driving yes that would be right behind deer yeah (laughs) well and okay so since we're talking about it that is another fear of mine is like something happening to you and i think a lot about you on your motorcycle yeah because there just really is so much less control there well, there's actually more control from a from an operator. Well, you standpoint. can't control what other people do. No, but your your ability to stop a motorcycle and maneuver a motorcycle is so much more than what a car is. Okay. You get yourself out of a lot of danger on a bike that a car you'd hit something. Oh. And you could stop on a dime. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I understand there, and and I, I don't wear a helmet. Okay, so right. You're right. And there is an element of, but having the wind in my face, that's the whole reason I, I love having a motorcycle. I've had a motorcycle since I was 14. Right. If I had to wear a helmet, I just, I wouldn't even ride a motorcycle. Really? No. Huh. No, I'll put one on in really bad weather. Yeah. But other than that, no. No. Hmm. Anyway, but I understand that. And thank you that I did finally, I cracked what am I, <laughs> what, what, what fear did we get to? No, I, because uh, I, I told you that I was going to talk a little more in depth about that because um, the other thing is when I'm sleeping, I have nightmares a lot about you Yeah, and you know that. Right. But not just something happening to me. Oh no. It's, it's not something happening to you when I'm sleeping. When I'm sleeping, it's you've cheated on me you've disrespected me you've beat me wow yeah it's i know it's so bad it's so bad but so for 20 years i haven't done any of those things (laughs) right no it's so bad at night though that i literally wake up crying i know physically sometimes you come up here and i have to like check in right because there are such vivid dreams but I think it's my mind, like, saying, you know, this is the worst case scenario. Like, let's figure it out while you're sleeping. Oh, let's it, prepare. Just in case. Okay, just in case this guy turns out to be a real asshole. <laughs> well, no, but they say that about, you know, uh, that some of your nightmares are what you consider to be your worst case scenario. And it's your mind... Um, trying to prepare you oh. in case that the worst thing happens so that you won't crack. Oh, okay. Because I did do some research on it because I, I know it bothered you. Well, I, just, I mean, it bothered me, but it, it bothered you too. Right, well, it just bothered were, me that I was in in all your dreams. I was, I'm, I'm never the prince. I'm just the constant. <laughs> well, that's the, not true. The constant asshole. No, that's not true. I just like in my really terrible nightmares. Oh. Those are the ones where, you know, like you're so mean to me. Oh, okay. 
I, I was just about to apologize, but then I was like, <laughs> I, I'm not really mean to her, so I'm not apologizing. No, you're not. No. But like I said, it's like I my mind is preparing me okay. for that. It's almost like something's coming, something's going to happen. Like I'm about to turn into an asshole. <laughs> I hope not. I, I don't, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know when I became the asshole or when I might become the asshole. But <laughs> well, I a, hope never. Apparently, you are really prepared for it. <laughs> I guess because so. you have these dreams all the time. But, I mean, all of this tells me that I am a control freak. Oh. Yeah. Every, everything that I've described okay. as being my fears and whatnot have all really boiled down to the fact that I really love control. And I, and you but, know. But you don't seem controlling to me. No. You don't come across that way. Oh gosh, no. I think no. I'm more, I'm more about like being in control of my mind and right. my body and, you know, my environment. Right. So, it, huh. it really does make sense though. That's kind of funny. I yeah. just put that together. You did, just now. <laughs> yeah. Look how useful these podcasts are. I know. Well, and you know, like, I'm not a big drinker. No. And I and that comes from control, too, that I like to be in control of my actions. Yeah. And reactions. As I raise my glass to, <laughs> to not drinking. Well, I, I'm not opposed to it. I'm it's not, just like, a glass against of wine. it. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm not, like, against it. No, I, I just, know. I know. I like to be in control of the way I feel. Um, yeah, you. I, I guess I do have a fear of someone coming into the house at night. You think you do? Well, okay, I do. Well, yeah. I mean, the house we live in is a is the definition of the fortress that you've built it's, in order. It is fortified to well. Keep people. Out. I know you're right. You're right. But it, it, the thought of someone coming into my dwelling. Mm-hmm. Into this sanctity mm-hmm. at night mm-hmm. when you can't see and you don't have all your senses working, right? Is one of my greatest fears. Okay. Right. Yeah. Which, when I hear something at night, I'll I have to get up and and check this whole house out. Yeah. From you are soup to nuts. Yes. About that. Yeah. So anyway. Not um, me. I'm like, ah, eh, yeah. the cat. <laughs> I think there's someone outside. Okay, well, the doors are locked, right? Yeah. All okay, right, cool. we're good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, you're a crack up. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, it's pretty obvious that that's something that would bother you. I mean, of course, if there was somebody in the house in the middle of the night, that would bother me. <laughs> well, for fuck's sake, I hope so. Because if you're sleeping through that, while I'm in a fight for my life for our survival down there, <laughs> like you got it, honey. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. How many movies have we watched where like the bad guy is taking down the husband and the wife just is sitting there going like, "Stop! Yes, don't do it." Or or they'll get the guy down right, <laughs> and the guy is just like, right, yeah. and they'll walk away like, okay. You're good. Yeah, stab the guy. Fuck yes. Use the gun in your hand. Y- empty the clip. That's what. Don't turn around and try to help your husband up. No, he's fine. Finish him. Finish him. Yes, that <laughs> yeah. mistake will never be made in this house. No, I'll never do that. No. To you. 
in fact, when by the time the paramedics and the cops get here, they're like, what the fuck just happened here? And why is this guy in pieces? <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> I got him. All right. Um, And you also have another fear. I do? Yes. What? About the grid. Oh, well, that is probably number one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm surprised it took this long to get to it. Well, I don't even like to think about it. Well, you talk about it. Well, I, I talk about it, but I don't like to think about it. Right. So, should I share it? Yes. Should I, should I terror? Well, you might as well because it terrorizes me. Okay. So, you might as well just share it with the listeners. All right. Well, so, what, what powers the United States uh, electricity mm-hmm. are three grids. There's one grid on the east, one grid on the west, and Texas has really has its own grid. The electronic grid, which powers everything because it's electricity, and think of everything that runs somehow off electricity. Mm-hmm. If one of those grids go down, the other one would probably go down soon after trying to f- over to feed the other grid to keep a balance mm-hmm. of power, right? To keep a, a national blackout from happening. But anyway, our grid is built on like 19, late 50, early 60 technology. So it is not hardened. So there is a plethora of things that could wipe out the grid. Mm-hmm. The big one are gamma bursts, okay? Gamma bursts from the sun that happen all the time. But if we're in the right spot at the right time, a, a gamma burst hitting the earth could wipe out the grid. And it would take months, maybe years for that to come back. Another one is called, called an EMP, electronic magnetic pulse. It's man-made. They can put it on a nuclear weapon. Terrorists can use them if they ever get a hold of it. And what it is is it sends a burst of a, 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 a rate, a, a burst of, of uh, basically energy, and it it fries out the grid. Mm-hmm. That's this. There's a book called One Second After that was built was made about this actual scenario hitting the United States. Right. And it's actually based on a study done by Congress that came in right after the the 9-11 report on how vulnerable our grid is. Mm -hmm. All right. But if the grid goes down and that, you know, what it does, if the power just one day shuts off, Mm -hmm. think of how dependent we are on power and electricity. Well, of course. If one day the power doesn't go off, just goes off, yeah. And doesn't come back. It sends us back into the 1700s overnight. Yes. When we're not prepared. Gas pumps don't run. Generators don't run. I mean, generators are running for a period of time unless it's an EMP or a gamma burst. And you'll fry the circuits of those things as well. So, and now that's the entire collapse of the entire infrastructure of the United States in days. Right. They say within five days of the grid going down, almost half of the U.S. population will have been wiped out. Why, do you ask? Yeah. Water contamination. Oh. The water will be the first thing to get contaminated. Yep. Because why? Well, because no water's moving. You oh. can't pump the water. Now, maybe if you got wells and stuff like that, but your inner city, yeah. the looting, the panic... You know, right. trying to get food sources. People I mean, would, like, kill each other. It would go crazy. I mean, it is apocalyptic zombie shit that would happen. And if anybody knew how vulnerable this grid is, it would keep them up at night. 
Well, now they know. Now they fucking know. So, you're welcome. Yep. <laughs> There's our panic, now it's yours. <laughs> well, and you know, I mean, people do kind of like make fun of doomsday preppers, but this is why. Yeah. Because they know this information, so it it kind of sends them into that mode. Right. Oh, and there's people way, way better prepared than we are. Oh, for sure. Well, again, alone. Rolling. All those people Rolling. know how to do In fact, make like a note that, that I'm going to try to email Roland after this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Find out how to use yeah. muck, muck. I just want to know where he's at. <laughs> so, try to make friends. Uh, yeah, I don't know where he was from. He was I, from uh, uh, Alaska. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Makes well, sense. Okay. Um. Anyway, but yeah, I mean that is a fear. You've made that my fear. Yeah. I, well, I mean, fear is just remember what fear is. It's a self-preserving radar system that we have. Yes. Because it's. Self-preservation is our number one instinct. Of course. You know, and fear makes us keen to danger. And it's the fight or flight energy that is inside of all of us. And it's triggered by fear. Yes. So it's it's common and it's prevalent and it's needed. But nobody likes it. Well, I mean, nobody likes to feel afraid. No. But it is like a, like a threat alarm. Right. So you kind of need it. Yes. And I think that there are probably people who take it to, you know, another level as far as not um, getting out and doing things or, you know, taking any chances. Of course. Every, it, like anything else, there's, there's things taken to the extreme. Yes. Yeah. You know, one of my other fears. What? Is how many minutes we go beyond the 30 minutes <laughs> spot of a were, podcast. I knew you were going to say that because I saw you look over to see the time. I'm convinced that 40 minutes is so perfect for a podcast. All right. Yeah. Well, we are finished. We are? So okay. I thought it was your a good wish one. is my command. I thought it was a good one. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's a good topic. Everyone's got some. Maybe it's time to self-reflect and discuss with your loved ones. What are your fears? Maybe you have a couple or a family that they don't even know. Well, yeah. Maybe they could help each other out with them. Yeah. I mean, you'd go out of your way to make sure that, like, your friends and the people around us know not to let the cat out. Absolutely. And you do that for me. Yep. I mean, I think you do it a little for you, too, because you love it. Well, and part of my job is making sure you're prepared for something bad. Yeah. Right? That's what I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, fear is part of, you could say fear is part of my job. Right. Yeah. So, all right. It does keep me on my toes. Yes. And then you come home and relax while watching airplane disasters. I love airplane disasters. (laughs) Let me tell everyone, if you're going to be on an aircraft, please sit near the back of the aircraft because there's an exit in the back of the aircraft. There's weapons of opportunity like hot coffee, fire extinguishers in the back of the aircraft, the bathrooms on the back of the aircraft, the drink carts in the back of the aircraft, right? <laughs> well, the black box, the record, the flight recorders are in the back of the aircraft, okay? Yeah. I, so somebody knew to put that thing back there. I'm telling you, I'm in the back of the aircraft. I don't like it back there. I know you don't. You like to be up front. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, but I'm going to have you back to talk about 
like safety and you know threat assessment oh and i like how you use the terminology threat assessment well thank you so very much. good i You're, listen you do I listen, listen. <laughs> steel trap steel trap but will you come back and do that one uh yeah i i, I think i'm i can come back in like november honey I'm, i think i'm booked honey i think i'm booked you're lying you're right. so lying um but yeah we'll have you back to do that one because you'll enjoy that i will so I will, and everybody will get a lot of good, useful information. They will. So okay. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I do really appreciate all of you out there who are subscribed. And if you're not yet, please do so. It would really help me out. So thank you, John, for joining me today. Love you. Much appreciated. Love you too. And thank you, everybody. And we will talk soon. Have a great day. Bye-bye.